Want to make your own podcast? Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super easy podcast and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. No matter what your setup is like, you can totally start creating today. Then they distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads, podcast subscriptions, and it's free. No catch at all. One of my favorite things is it offers video podcasts, which no other platform does at the moment. So I recommend you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Glow Big with Stephanie. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this podcast is for all women. We want to inspire and empower you. We're going to bring you style, humor, entertainment, good intentions, big ideas, hope, and a little bit of sobriety in each and every episode. You can get all that and more at vibewithstephanie.com. But right now, grab yourself a sparkly water, put it in a pretty glass or a coffee and get comfy and enjoy the show. Let's talk about what happens when you hit those magic 30 days of sobriety. You know, I'm always open to podcast topics. And one of my biggest fears about starting this podcast was how much can one talk about sobriety? Like what kind of new information can I keep bringing out? So I'm always open to new suggestions and topics of conversation. And of course, I can never possibly think of every single thing that you're thinking of and every single question that you have. But one thing that we can all relate to is the fear of what happens next and what happens after 30 days. One of my favorite friends, students, and listeners requested some information about what happens after 30, 45 days? What happens after six months? What happens if something traumatic happens to make the urge so strong that you come close? She wants to know, what did I do if something traumatic happened? How long did the urge last? And how bad did it scare me? I'm going to do my best to prepare you for what may happen after 30, 45 days of being sober. So here I am. I am one day away from being a year sober as I record this. And I thought about having a drink I don't know, seven days ago, we went to a sushi restaurant. The trip there was with my family, my little boy and my husband. And I don't know, not every day is smooth. And my six-year-old has a mouth on him. And I feel like I'm constantly hitting my head against the wall with both of them, actually. Like it's like arguments coming from all sides. And I'm sure you can relate if you have a little kid and not blaming it on them. But the ride to the sushi restaurant wasn't all that smooth. I think it was hot. Like, I don't remember. We had to get gas, whatever. By the time we got there, there was a wait. And I was thinking about having a glass of cold white wine and the table next to me couple of women were both having very cold white wines with their sushi. And there's a bar at the front door. And last time I was there, the guy was making lychee martinis. And my point of this is that the urge or the thought to drink 
may not ever go away. And that's the reality. And this could be different for everybody. But for me, coming up on one year tomorrow, last week, I thought about having a drink. I think the difference is in your first 30 days and 45 days, you are still so vulnerable and you still have this brain chemistry that is working on one track. It's used to your reward is drinking and it's used to giving you that drink. So it's just your go-to and it's very hard to control in that early stage because it's all your body knows. It's almost like an automatic reaction. So the 30 days is very tricky, but now here we are one year later and the urge and the thought still comes up. I just think we're able to handle it better. And we also have more of a grasp of not wanting to go back. We don't want to go back. I don't want to start my number again. It's not so much about who I would disappoint. It's about how I just know how devastating that would be to have to start again for myself, for my confidence, for my self-esteem, and for letting the devil win, for letting him win again. I also know that when you start over again, your chances of success seem to get harder. When we get older, it's harder to quit. It's harder to quit each new time. And I have a fear inside me that there'll be a time where I can't stop, like my mom. There'll be a time, that one time, that I just did it again and I can't go back from that and I can't ever get a day one or three or 30 days sober again. So I constantly live with that fear. And maybe maybe that's my key. Maybe that's one trick that you should have up your sleeve, which is fear. What happens if I do slip and, and drink? What happens if this is the last time I ever have control to even get this far. Your will does grow stronger with time. She she says, I know that my will is going to grow stronger. But I saw a comment somewhere that someone gave in and drank on day 364. She said, I can't imagine and I would be so devastated. So let me look quickly here. I am sober. Here I am at day 364. Tomorrow is day 365. And she read a comment that someone drank today, one day shy of a year. And that would have been me last week. And I just, I don't know what to say. If you do drink at day 364 or 365, you can, you can start over, but I just don't, I just don't recommend it. And how bad did it scare me? It scares me to think that I'm, I'm literally one dumb decision away from messing all of this up. And I know that I coach people and say, well, you learned. It's a lesson that you learned. You can start over again. But don't do that to yourself. Push through. Usually the emotion, the want for it comes and goes pretty quickly. So I know that thought at the sushi restaurant was probably like a three minute thing. And when it was gone, it was gone. And when I got home, I was so freaking relieved and grateful that I did not drink. It was amazing because had I drank, I mean, let's just be honest, it would have led to another, even if maybe say, say I only had one that still sets your number back. It still goes against your alignment with how you're wanting to feel. So I'm just grateful that I didn't. Maybe if I had had that one, I would have had another and maybe we would have stopped and bought a bottle of wine. Remember when I went to Mexico and I had a sip of beer when I thought it was club soda? 
the two cans were freaking both exactly the same, blue with silver. And I slammed it thinking it was club soda. And it was one sip. But the next day, due to travel stress and everything else and my brain chemistry, I almost let it all go and just went and got some wine and went to my girlfriend's pool because she was out of town and just kept on drinking. That was my thought. So one drink, one accidental sip almost sent me spiraling. The very next day when we got home from traveling, such a stressful day of traveling, the thought crossed my mind to just keep on going. That is scary. That is extremely scary that I could have that thought. And I made it through. And the next couple of weeks were a little bit rocky, I have to say. It was a little bit shaky from one accidental sip. So you have to try to make it through those crazy thoughts because they're going to come and they're going to go. And I can't say when they'll be. I just know that they come quick and that they leave pretty quick. It's just making it through those moments that are super important. She also says, I watched your video about the changing seasons and holidays and cooking and how you imagined having a glass of red wine. Do you force it out of your mind and move on? How long does it last? How many times do you think about it? So just this week, not even seven days ago, probably three days ago, I was making stuffed bell peppers. This breeze was coming through the house. My son was outside with my husband playing soccer. And I had a very brief, not, not a three-minute one, but like a second thought about a glass of red wine. Because doesn't that seem like that's the perfect addition to a perfect day? No, it isn't. <laughs> and, I, and it's just insane how, let's see, that would have been 362 days sober that that thought still came up because of the way that the wind blew, because of just the smallest things are going to be triggers and you've got to just be prepared. Your will has to be there. You have to have tools in place. That thought came and went very quickly. In fact, I jumped right on TikTok in that moment and did a live or did a, a video and just said, how crazy is this? I'm almost a year sober and one little breeze blowing makes me think it's, it's a good idea to drink. And you just romanticize that glass of red wine or the glass of white wine. And those are going to come up a lot during these holidays. And yeah, you force it out of your brain. You force it out. Not enough logic or emotion can really do that. You just have to use your will, like force it out of your brain. It came and went quick, quick, quick. I never thought about it again. It just came so quick. And if you can get through that wave of emotion, you will be okay. And then one of her questions was, has anything traumatic ever happened to make the urge so strong? So luckily, I'm very good at disassociating. My grandmother died. My uncle has died. The news has been traumatic in its own, right? And traumatic things have happened that could have made me think about drinking. Those things are not the things to be fearful of. It's the everyday. It's the everyday mundane. The breeze blowing your kid playing soccer, who knows what your trigger is going to be. Publix commercial, you know how they start to get in the holidays. So I hope that answers some questions and just makes it normal. There's tons of tools. Grab the tips in my bio or in the link below. There's a seven easy quit tips that I highly recommend to get through one of those panicky rushes of I think I'm going to drink right now. This is a long game. It's not a quick fix. 
Once you make it through your 30 days, yay, thank God. Now you can at least think straight and be using your actual mind, not your alcohol mind. But the urges are going to come and you've got to make it through. You've got to be able to recognize them and just push through it. I'm wishing you all the luck in the world and I'm here if you need me. Thanks for hanging out with us today on Glow Big. We hope you're leaving empowered and happy and ready to take on the world. For more information, you can go to vibewithstephanie.com. And if you're interested in taking the 30-day Sober Up to Glow Up course, just click Sober Up to Glow Up course for more information. Have a great day.